It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective characters, three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience. I'm recovery. Dennis. Hey, I'm Mike. James here. The opinions are run without represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience on faith in episode 81 of the Defective Characters podcast. Let's go. So as we as we started the episode, we're we're making uh, making jokes that uh, on command James can actually have his cat talk, (laughs) and uh, that's proof. That's proof. Like watch, like Max. How are you doing, Max? (laughs) (laughs) It'll get better, buddy. Right? Are you hurting the cat? What what are you doing to make him talk? Um, well, I stopped petting him. I stopped petting him, and I um, okay. He loves it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's better than if you're doing something to. Yeah, it sounds like you're like make it talk. You're just yeah. It sounds like you're something. pulling his tail or something. <laughs> yeah. Like in the old cartoons where they pull the cat's tail and just go. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. I mean, every single person that's a member of PETA that's listening to this would be right. really upset with you. Oh, yeah. You know? We would lose, like, one listener. You know? That would be terrible. Um, so, how's, maybe we'll start with Max mm-hmm. and James and go around as far as the, the last week, Marriage Monday. How's everything? And actually, last week, uh, we had one of my friends... From uh, early in sobriety in Burlington, Vermont, Chris will tell her story. So we didn't get a uh, an update on how everything's been the last half month now. Well, I guess I'll, I'll go first. I um, I currently have my two teenage boys here, and um, they're sleeping right now. They um, they both like staying up late. In fact, I got a text uh, this morning from my son, my 17 year old. And it was at 1.20 in the morning. It said, Dad, are you still up? So I, I responded I responded at 7 a.m. No. <laughs> what do you think it was? What did he want at that Oh, I time? went down and woke him up. And I was like, were you just hungry? He's like, yeah. I was like, did you go down and get some food? He's like, no. I was like, well, next time you can just go down, you know. So, um, yeah, no, they're being careful with the masks and stuff uh, because of um, – the in-laws, you know, they both have their vax vaccinations. In fact, I'm getting my first vaccination tomorrow. It's awesome to be 40. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to wait till Wednesday before I can apply. I'm, I'm all yeah, thanks, now. James. Thanks for, thanks for rubbing it in our faces, <laughs> James. We might have youth, but we don't have the vaccine. Right. Speaking of, you know, 40, it's... Uh, it's T-Bird's birthday today. And um, yep. yeah, she's. I set up a whole cake and balloon. And oh, nice. Funny, 
so she doesn't even know it yet. She's on the business meeting upstairs. But funny story is my birthday is the fifth, right? And then you've got Dylan's on, oh, sorry, my son's on um, <laughs> the, the 28th and then hers is on the 30th. So I have reused every balloon. In fact, I went to Publix and put more helium in the balloon that I got for my birthday. And I'm reusing all the gift bags. It's wonderful. It's quite <laughs> wonderful. You'd be proud... You'd nice. be proud of me, Mike. Do they do? How can they reinsert helium into a prior balloon? Because it's not tied. Thing? If you if those helium balloons are just they just poke the thing in enough so it gets in all the way, the cool. nozzle. Really? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It, I didn't wow. know they'd do it. I just went in with the balloon and left with the balloon. And a didn't talk to cool. anyone, right? You left you left the half floating balloon and then took a regular balloon and walked out. No, that's crazy and dishonest. <laughs> yeah, T would T would not be impressed no. with you. Yeah, if you did that. That's enough about me. Let's uh, let's move on to Dennis. <laughs> Dennis. Um, oh. last month, um, I started watching Agents of Shield, which is a Marvel okay. show, and, and unfortunately, is not canon. It is canon. No, it's not. Agents of Shield is, isn't it? No, no. From what I was reading up on it, it is in the cinematic universe, not in the comic book universe. All right, keep going. I'm sorry I interrupted. <laughs> but no, we must fight about Marvel canon. This is what this show is about. No, it's definitely not. But let, let's let's. You talking about you talking about Nick Cannon, the actor? No. But either way, I started watching that show. It's really good. <laughs> um, then, uh, other than that, I'm doing the meetings, uh, like setting up and stuff and doing the Zoom meetings, and then spending a lot of time in Minecraft. But I'm starting to feel a lot better. I'm not seeing Yay. the therapist guy anymore. I don't know if I mentioned that. But I'm going to, like, we're working on finding someone nearby here and going then I'll start going to them here to like continuously pursue that stuff um other than that I don't know I built something in mine and James's Minecraft world that I'm pretty sure he hasn't seen yet and I'm not going to tell him where it's at and then eventually he'll find it and be like whoa or hope, or he'd be like, "Oh, this sucks." One or the other. Are you talking? Are you talking mm. about the little statue? No, the big statue that's out in the middle of it, of everything that you can see. No, not that. It's it's a it's a it's a house for Mister Puffles, and Mister Puffles is a one of the flat-headed cat that I tamed, and then I built him a house somewhere. Sweet. No one cares. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's not all we said. Yeah. Oh, and I, I, we said I did. Uh, I started the fifth step with my sponsee on Sunday. So that was productive. Is this, is, is this your first fifth step that you no. uh, walked no, through? No, I've no. done several of them. Definitely not the first. Might be the last. I don't know. Kind of over. Are you, no, you going to do? Are you going to do? Are you, 
Are you planning on doing that classic thing that sponsors do where they go, is that everything that you have? Make sure to leave it all out there. You don't want to drink over it. You gotta um, do that? I don't know. I don't think I have to in this case. Like my sponsee is a pretty much an open book. He's a pretty easy yeah. sponsee and he's doing really well. So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe I'll ask it. I normally do ask it. I was like, okay, is that everything? Like, you know, but mm. casually, I don't like make it in a, a promotion or a production, you know, like of, you know, making it dramatic. Like, are you sure you would drink if you don't? So you don't, you don't have like, you don't have something already like pre-filmed, like this big, like 30 second, like dramatic, like in a world no where one alcoholic tells another alcoholic i, I started filming it dumb but, shit they did yeah but then like with all the choreography and the dance numbers and stuff like yeah. during rehearsal one of my like trapeze artists like fell and like twisted their ankle so for like oh no we shut down the whole production so yeah, yeah. but it's maybe good one it's day. good you're not doing that anymore yeah Anyways, yeah, how, how's your month been, Mike? Pretty, pretty good. So, uh, let me see. Let me see. So, oh, I, I heard is a something. Ding. A ding. Yeah, uh, James is coming in and out. It looks like he'll he'll connect again in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a interesting couple weeks. I'm trying to think. Um. I don't think we talked about it on the uh, the podcast, but I received a uh, text message. This must have been this was last Thursday, so I don't even think I've I've brought it up. But I received a text message from my ex asking if we could talk instead of going through the um, the relocation. Uh, process and proposing that in front of the courts and everything else. Yeah. Uh, my ex messaged me and said, Hey, can we talk about this? And I said, okay, I had the next 30 minutes and I hadn't talked to her for 30 minutes since mid July. Um, when she told me that she was done. So July 15th was the last time that I had a 30 minute conversation, but I got on the phone with her and she said she had a change of heart about relocating three hours away uh, and going through all that because for wh- whether it's true or not, that's not for me to decide. That's that's God. Yeah. But uh, she said she thought if the roles were reversed, how she would feel about it. Wow. Um, that's progress. And like, that's that's progress. Yeah. And there was be done to you. Yeah, she, she essentially just wants everything squashed out and for us to come to a, you know, a agreement with everything. And I said, okay. Um, and it looks like we're headed in that direction. I'm waiting for confirmation, but the conversation ended well. And then four hours afterwards, she texted me that she didn't um, have time to say it or she didn't think about it. But she wanted to tell me that she was really, really sorry for how everything went down Um, and that she wished she handled it better and she should have. And she's sorry for that. Um, 
and wishes me the best and that Olivia is most important. So wow. uh, that was on, that was on Thursday. Um, and yeah, so, I mean, how do you feel about all that? Like, like that, uh, I never thought I would get an apology. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, it's, uh, it, it feels, it feels good. It, you know, there's, there's really, you know, we kind of talked on here. There's every kind of emotion that I've gone through the last eight months, but I didn't need it to have closure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it does, it's not like, Oh, it's closure because I was already closed. Yeah. Like I was already good. Um, and maybe that's, that's a ton of different things, you know, being in a literal different spot already, you know, finding somebody that I do care about and also the time that's gone through, you know, and uh, putting time into the steps in the program. But I feel good about all that and, uh, you know, hoping that we can just move on from here. Uh, I have a doctor's appointment for my daughter because it was brought to my attention, the, uh, attention my, uh, my girlfriend, who is a nurse, uh, had been observing uh, my daughter sleeping and said that she thinks she might have sleep apnea, um, which for adults is scary. For kids, it's even more scary, but it's an easy fix as far as just having the tonsils removed. Um, so I have an appointment tomorrow for that because with, with kids, they can actually, I mean, adults can too, but if you have sleep apnea and you stop breathing in your sleep, you can die. Yeah. It's something that... Um, isn't common to have that happen but people that have sleep apnea and are alcoholics a lot of times they die in their sleep because they're they're passed out they're drunk they're passed out in the sleep apnea makes them stop breathing and they stop breathing in their sleep and they die um which which often you know is uh is a tragic tragic case so uh we're handling that and it's been kind of quite a week, you know, but I, I loved having a chance to also catch up with uh, um, with Crystal that told her story last week. And I appreciate if if you're listening to this, and you didn't have a chance to listen. Uh, you get a little bit of uh, my background before I drank uh, in that episode, too. So I appreciate you, Dennis and James, um, allowing that to happen and uh, and us bringing bringing her in. Um, today's topic is one that just like normal we text back and forth a couple different topic ideas and uh faith came up and i wanted to pose this i think in order of uh of faith like we we all have it and it's most in our program but it's completely different also like if you listen to us talk about it which is why i thought we'd be able to give every different color of what faith means to us um, who wants to start, Dennis or James? Dennis. Me? Dennis. Okay. Um, as, as far as faith goes, um, did your definition of it change before program and during the program? Is it still yeah. changing today as far I, as what it I, means? Yes. Yes and kind of. Okay. Um, you know, originally when I was younger, like when I was like 15 years old or whatever, like for that period of my life, I was like, what are you doing, James? Are you making chicken parm again? (laughs) Walking the dog. Uh, Like, (laughs) like, 
Okay, so like, you know, when I was like 15 or so, like I was a devout atheist, right? I didn't believe in anything. And I kind of went by the motto of like, you know, don't believe in anything, just try to understand everything. And that's a pretty naive and narrow-minded viewpoint. And then eventually I uh, came to a point that like intellectually, I could never definitively say that I didn't believe in anything, right? Like an atheist is someone that doesn't believe in anything because like all I could do is, is intellectually come to the point of I don't know. And then, you know, like you go down any path intellectually is always going to be more question marks. So at that point, I became like an agnostic because I didn't know, you know, and then like as far as like just the term faith comes in in this day and age, I relate it to like trust. Right. And like, I think before I ever came into the rooms, you know, someone pointed out to me that like, you know, like faith isn't just, you know, this idea of like believing in a certain God or, or a theology or something like that. It's like, we have to have faith in a lot of things in our everyday life, right? So like when we go out and drive in a car and have to go to the store, work or wherever we're going, then we have to have faith that we're going to make it there okay. And that the other drivers on the road are going to be like, you know, minding the speed limit and the traffic lines and the stop signs and stuff like that. You know, if we didn't have any faith whatsoever in our life, then we would never do anything you know so we have to have a certain trust in other people you know and in 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 society as a whole and life as a whole so that kind of like opened my mind a little bit to the point of like yeah that's true and then once your mind's open then you can start exploring it you know and then coming into the rooms you know i was kind of like i read a lot of religious books and philosophy books and all of these types of books before I ever came into the rooms. So I was always kind of on that quest looking for whatever that was. But then when I came into the rooms, they kind of introduced the, the idea of there's no necessarily right or wrong way to worship or to have a higher power or whatever. We kind of get to build our own. And like, it's however we understand it, you know? So I can like, with that concept, I can like come to a level of faith that like that I don't necessarily need to completely understand because to me I got to understand it. I'm not, not going to say I I trust something or believe in something or have faith in something if I don't completely understand it. But then all I have to do now is have enough faith to the level of whatever my understanding is, you know, whatever that conception of a higher power is to me. However, I do understand it. I can put my faith in that rather than having to have the whole puzzle piece figured out before I trust something, you know, and then this day and age, my faith is not as strong as like your, as Mike's or James or whatever. Like I, I'm still filled with doubt and it's a, it's almost a daily thing where I have to like remind myself constantly, you know, that like everything's okay. Everything's where it's supposed to be. Everything, 
blah, 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 and do all of that kind of stuff. And it, and it's my faith in, in things and, and a higher power is stronger on some days and I'm scratching for it on other days, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. Thank you, Dennis. James, how about you? As far yeah. as faith goes and, and how faith's changed uh, over the years. Yeah, I just wanted to comment on Dennis. You know, for me, um, fear and doubt, they, they do crop up, you know, almost daily. But the difference now is that when they crop up, they're instantly, like instantly uh, just evaporated by looking upwards towards, you know, my God. And, um, but I just know that's, the, that's my mind. It's the, the evil thoughts trying to creep in. They're like, you remember how it used to be, James? Remember how we did whatever we want and we herded whatever, whoever we wanted so we could get whatever we wanted. And then I remember that I don't live like that anymore, you know? So um, you're not alone in the doubt and the fear. It's definitely definitely tries to creep in and um when i think about faith i'm probably a lot like so many people walking this world like just you know unsure I, i used to be like unsure of what i wanted i needed to get money i needed to get a good job and a house in order i needed to get all these worldly possessions in order to have a good life you know that's what i believe so when I um, when I didn't get it to my satisfaction, that's when I turned to the bottle. And um, you know, it's it's not it's not an easy road. Um, and I can say that I personally had to hit my bottom uh, before I even thought of a higher power. Um, and I, I still wasn't thinking about him. He came and met me where I was, which is quite remarkable. I mean, you know, I've shared it many times, you know, my story, how it was kind of like this burning bush, white light experience. And um, I think at that moment, um, I don't know, it was, it's real or imagined. It was real in my mind. And that's all that really matters in my mind. God was real and he showed up in a mighty way, which was almost, you know, tangible. And when he did, like that was that was it. That's all I needed. Like my whole life, I just needed that little in an instant, I believed. And since then I've had faith. And I wish everybody can kind of catch, because I believe it was caught. I, I definitely believe that I caught my faith. You know, I didn't study for it. I wasn't looking for it. It was just there in an instant. It was, and it was there in an instant in my darkest time. I don't recommend everyone going through hell to get to it, but that's certainly what happened for me. Um, and another part of that was, you know, my uh, my fifth step. You know, having the faith that if I let out all my deepest, darkest secrets, I was gonna be okay. Because I was scared. And I think taking that step, trusting God and trusting another person, having faith that I will be okay, and, and letting go of all the wreckage of your past, um, 
all my secrets, um, everything, my shame and my guilt. Once I, there's something magical about saying it out loud because once I did and I, I had the faith, like that was like the second um, building block to creating this new life. And I had a tremendous amount of fear, but ultimately the faith overcome came the fear. My God overcame my fear. He conquered my fear. And um, once I did that, it's been so much easier. Like everything's been so much easier. Um, and now when stuff crops out, crops up, like I said, um, I can just, like I've been through the worst and I've been through the most amount of fear that now I think I know in my heart that my faith is stronger than my fear. And, you know, it's good. I Do I still like worldly possessions and things? And am I a collector? Do I like pop culture stuff? Yes, I want to buy the newest toy and the coolest stuff that reminds me of the 80s all the time. But um, I don't need it today. And I can say no. And I can really focus on relationships more than things today. Awesome. So, yeah, Thank that's you, what James. I got. Um, I think for me... And here's what I think is funny. I was thinking about this last night, uh, knowing that we were going to talk today, is that just like how people believe in Santa Claus when you're a child and some adults, um, when you think about it, in the movie with Tim Allen, the Santa Claus, they say the big difference is seeing is not believing. Believing is seeing. And I see the things happening in my life because of my faith. I don't say the things that are happening in my life are done because of me or just a coincidence. And I want to bring up a situation um, that happened where this week, a good friend of mine who is in Fargo, North Dakota, doing a radio he was trying the last, I don't know, really last decade plus to get another job outside of Fargo, North Dakota. He had his family there. Um, his in-laws aren't far, but his family is many, many hours away in Chicago, like a 13-hour drive. And he was trying really hard to get other things and even other jobs outside of the business that he'd been in the last 20 years. And it had been unsuccessful. And he stopped and he said, you know what? I really appreciate what I have. Uh, you know, I, I told him, hey, I didn't know what I was going to do in Orlando. Everything's going to work out. Uh, I just really stopped trying and pushing so hard. And whatever happens is going to happen. And so the last yeah. two years, he stopped applying. And he received a call this week that there was a position that was many thousands of dollars more in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, which is only three hours from where he grew up. And he said, I don't know if I should take it. And I said, you have to think about this, Mike. It's in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And he said, yeah, I know. And I said, no, no, I don't think you understand. I said, what's your dad's name? Your dad that passed away four years ago. What was his first name? And he said, Wayne. And I said, hmm. kind of seems like to me that out of any place, a job that just appears out of the blue, that's closer to home when 
you know, your mother is getting older and you could be only three hours is really just a short drive away and that it's in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I'm like, kind of have faith that the last two years you did your thing. You didn't stress out about any of this. You got a chance to have many, many memories with your four kids and your wife. And then this just appears. And that to me is faith. And I have that in everything in my life. I don't overthink things. I think things when they come up and I, um, there's many times that when I'm stressed, it's because I'm projecting. And if I project odds are I'm not having faith. Um, you know, one of my biggest character defects, um, is that, you know, is projecting. And whenever I'm kicking and screaming and I'm angry at somebody in my life doing something, it's usually because I'm trying to take my will and I'm not having faith. And if you're, you take your will back a hundred percent of the time, that means you have 0% faith in my opinion, from what I've seen. Um, if every single thing you kick and scream and you don't like it, you know, those expectations for me, they're poison. And I, I can't have that before I came to the program. Um, I thought that I had faith and I believed in God, but just believing and not actually believing that the things in my life might've actually had nothing to do with me. And you know, um, there's so many things that I have tried fighting, you know, and I think having faith the last, I don't know, I, the last several months that, you know, everything's going to kind of pan out. Maybe because I did that, maybe that's because I, you know, that's how I got a uh, apology text when I never thought I would, you know, there are some people that are in relationships and they break up and they go the rest of their life and then they pass away and there's no apology that's actually done. Um, I think those things are all because of faith, you know, and knowing that think about when this pandemic started up, um, when we had faith that it would be done. I don't, I don't know if any of us, maybe Dennis, Dennis actually, like looking in advance, we knew it was going to take a while. Um, but we're sitting, what, like almost 13 months after it started. And just having faith that we're not out of the woods yet, but we're talking about vaccines. You know, uh, James uh, getting his very soon. Dennis and I just after him and all that, you know. We'll be we'll be eligible yeah. on Wednesday. To yeah, so less make than a week now to be able to get that, which is great, you know. Or Wednesday meaning what? Only a couple days, James. I mean, Dennis. Yeah, a couple of days, probably the yeah. day before you hear this. Yeah, so on the radio. So that's great. Um, and I have faith that every single day is not going to be great. There's going to be times where I probably take my will. And even James, I'm sure if there's a, a customer that comes in and, and uh, gives you a hard time, you know, there's probably exhales that you, you even have of like, uh, you know, and then you know that the only thing to fight that off is to love them. You know, anytime that That's we're true. presented uh, those things. But I think it's, it's interesting 
because faith and like there are some uh, religions and religion doesn't have anything to do with faith in my opinion it's way different but they get lumped in together but santa claus being faith (laughs) as opposed to like you know people say santa claus it's not about santa claus it's about jesus and i totally get that but there is a similar thing of when you're a kid you believe that if you're good santa claus will bring you stuff and that is faith. It is just a different kind of faith. You know, to them, I think that is like God. Yeah. Like, if you're good, God or yeah. whatever you call your higher power will reward you, you know, with that. Yeah, it's interesting that you, you bring that, the Santa Claus thing up. Because when I was a young kid, you know, like, it was very instrumental in like the direction I went as far as like faith or religion or whatever, you know, a, a belief, you know, and my direction towards atheism at a young age. It was because like at a very young age, you know, like my conception of Santa Claus is like what you said. It's like you you do good things, then you get good things and <laughs> hi Max. <laughs> and then if you if you do bad things, you get like more coal to add to the fire, right? So like my conception of Santa Claus and God were the same thing. And, you know, I found out at a very young age that like Santa Claus wasn't real. And it was that idea of Santa Claus that I, I stopped believing in. But it was the same concept of like God or a higher power that I had. So I stopped believing in that as well. And it wasn't until much later that I found out that that like naive conception of God and equating it to like Santa Claus was not the conception of God that is even taught to most religions and stuff like that. You know, it did my, I had to get rid of that conception and like be open to other forms of higher power and and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. And, and, uh, I think the faith aspect, it, it definitely, be, it was before uh, I got my one-year chip that I understood the, the difference. But I, I truly didn't. I didn't understand the difference at all before I came to the rooms of uh, what faith actually could mean in being different from uh, religion. And actually use that to... I guess like elevate my mood because I had such a terrible mood. And if I didn't have faith, I still believe to this day that I, I, um, I would be negative and every day it would be awful, you know, and it would be a never ending cycle because it was beforehand um, in having that. And I always found the most challenging is, and um, I'm working as a temporary sponsor um, to somebody who, uh, at their this point, they don't they don't have any faith, and you know they have they they have no belief that anything will work out for them, and it is challenging, you know. But it's almost so yeah, they're on step it's, two. It's then. almost <laughs> just over and over and over of you know saying, "Hey, you don't have to believe it. This worked for me. I have a great life today. Do I have challenges? Totally." totally have challenges those challenges don't go away but those challenges um and i've talked about this before the uh one of the slogans that when i 
guts over in the rooms uh, up north, it was uh, stay in your hula hoop, which allows me to know that if it's outside of me and how I deal with things in my life, then I just give that over. I give that over to faith. And I have faith that everything outside of the hula hoop will turn out the way that it's supposed to, as long as I don't F with it. And if I F with it, you know, that's the other F that, you know, don't, I, I just, I can't F with it. I got to have faith that it's going to be all right. And if it doesn't turn out the way that I want, that's because I'm not God, you know, and I'm not the one that actually makes this up. Do you guys have anything else? What do you think? What do you, what do you think? What do you think, Max? <laughs> I was waiting for you. Stop pulling that cat's tail. <laughs> I don't think that's happening. James, did you have anything else to uh, to add into faith or any other directions that you wanted to uh, to push this? Yeah, you know, I just um, – things happen in this world as they're going to happen. And uh, my faith uh, and my higher power and everything works out the way he wants them to work out is what – you know, motivates me to be in a joyful mood, you know, when, for just for an example, you know, one of our friends is in the hospital uh, in Jacksonville. And um, I got a call on Saturday while I was working, you know, I was on my fifth, I worked 54 hours last week. So I was tired. And then I got this call, like, um, we need you, I need this, all his stuff picked up from this house because the house that he's living at is being sold and it needs to be picked up by Friday. And this is in the villages. So it's about, you know, an hour and a half away from me. Keep in mind the next day I was driving all the way to Miami and back. So that's, you know, seven hours in the car. And then, you know, my first thought was, you know, why, why me? I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And, you know, it's that, that fear, you know, because I'm going to have my children with me. And um, then I, I went right to God. I prayed and I, I thought, you know, God, it was actually his son who, who texted. So his son trusted me with this task to get his father's items and to get them somewhere safe. As you guys know, I lost all my all my items in my addiction and it's it's not fun um so instead of trying to like figure out you know who who can i put this on can you guys still hear me can you guys hear me yep okay good um i i was like i just made plans i started um i had faith that i could get this task done and i ended up getting a truck i got to see my friend jarrett lent me the truck. I got to drive with my children all the way to pick up this stuff. And it was just enough room in the truck for all this stuff. And it was just enough room in my storage unit for all this stuff. Like it fit like a glove. So I have, I have no doubt, you know, that God had a, a part in this. And, you know, the children, my boys, they were like, they did not want to do this. And I was like, I was praying. I was like, oh. I was, and so instead of getting mad at them, you know, I swear, I go to God every time. He gave me a little insight. He's like, well, it's their spring break. And, and you know, this is your chore. You're doing this service. 
you're having them do a job, so pay them. And so I gave them each 20 bucks and it changed their mood instantly. And instead of like a drag, it was an adventure oh. and they and they got paid for it. I was like, it was so cool. I was just so, and I, I didn't, I don't know. I, I know that came from God. It's funny, right? <laughs> mm. I don't know. Good stuff. Yeah, and th- I mean that that perspective's great. Do you think we their- all had that perspective if it wasn't for uh, learning what faith means? I don't know. I I think I would have been like you know the dad. Well, you're doing this because I'm your dad, and I'm telling you to. Mm. You know, nowadays I can really get down and and just see things with an empathetic eye. Like, you know, if I was their age, I wouldn't want to drive like after a a seven hour drive to get here. Now we're going on another four hour drive to pick up boxes and reorganize a storage unit. Heck no. Um, so I, I really, but even to I have can, the perspective, like the storage unit perspective of like, you lost your stuff. And if it wasn't, you know, for you being um, able and capable to help out this other friend, they potentially would have been in the exact same situation and being able yeah. to see, that common thread, I think, takes that extra push. Yeah, I have no doubt that, you know, God told, you know, this gentleman's son to reach out to us. And I, I hardly even know him, but he knew enough to reach out to me. And this is the thing I'm thinking of. He's in the hospital right now. When he gets out, all his stuff is going to be in storage in Orlando, he's in Jacksonville and he doesn't have a home to live in. So like, he's going to be going through so much stuff. You know, this might just be the tip of the iceberg of what I can do to help this gentleman who happens to be in our, in our fellowship. And I'll talk more about that. Yeah. yeah. And he, and, and not to say any, like point fingers or anything, but like this gentleman was also there for you. And for many of us, at, when we oh, first I, came into the rooms as well, yeah. you know, so it is part of the fellowship of helping yeah. each other out, you know. Absolutely. It's, and it's I also learned thing. that one last thing, you know, no matter what uh, my children, whatever I go through or ask them to do, um, you know, I have to be steadfast. And they're going to love me no matter what, even if they don't like what I have to say or like what we're going to do. It's, it's all going to work out. I have faith that our love and our relationship will always triumph. And uh, as long as I'm putting God first in, in my actions, you know, it all trickles down from the putting God first, I believe. Yeah. I think that's special. Dennis, did you have anything to say to close it up today? Mm, I, I want to applaud both Mike and James because we've gone this whole podcast with no one making a George (laughs) Michael reference. We're we're leaving that to you. Yeah. You gotta gotta have faith. faith. I know not everybody. Never mind. Thanks. You guys, you guys are special. (laughs) We'll be back next Thursday. (laughs) That's what my mommy used to say. Experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 82. Where are the defective characters and Max? Entirely right to have all these character defects removed. Remember, <laughs> you gotta have faith. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see you next time. Max. Max is a star. <laughs> <laughs>